What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders both on and offline. And this episode is going to be no different. Stick around and we're going to get started right now. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's good to have you back again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr., and today I am really, really excited about the opportunity that we have to come to the microphones. Now, traditionally, at least over the last, I don't know, two dozen episodes or so, we have been talking about the story behind the brand, and uh, due to a scheduling conflict, uh, we're going to go with me today. I'm going to interrupt our normal programming schedule. Um, And I want to share with you guys some things that we've been talking about, uh, particularly this week during our live show, The Morning Show. If you've never tuned into that, it's called Real Lessons in Life and Business. Uh, You can tune into that by way of KBC and TV. Just Google it and uh, pull it up. Uh, Join us on YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, We're on Facebook as well as Clubhouse. And uh, But we've been talking all week about communication. And I believe that this is so appropriate now uh, more than ever that we talk to entrepreneurs about how they are communicating. Can I tell you that most of the entrepreneurs that I get to work with find themselves jammed up, not because they don't have good products and services that they have or that they're selling, making aware or making available to the marketplace, but it's because of their lack of communication skills. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the four types of communication styles Okay, so there are different styles of communication, and everybody is a little bit different. They all can work for you and against you. So we're going to talk a little bit about how these styles impact your leadership. And so there are only four. And if you're in a place where you can write this down, I want you to, uh, number one, write this down. And by the way, I pulled this information uh, from an article that I was doing some research uh, that was released back in 2018 by uh, Alvernia University. And I just thought, no, this is what we should be talking about. So here are the four different styles. Number one, passive Passive style is a communication style. Some people have it. It's how they move. Number two is aggressive. There's there's a communication style that is absolutely aggressive. We're going to unpack this in a second. Number three is passive aggressive. Okay? That's another uh, communication style. It it would be the third one we're going to talk about today. And the last one is assertive. And so when we talk about the four types of communication styles, I really want to lean into this on how it impacts your leadership. Let's talk about number one. So passive communicators, typically their style, these are individuals who use the passive communication style, often act indifferently and yielding to others. Passive communicators usually fail to express their feelings or needs, allowing others to express themselves. Um, Frequently, a passive communicator Um, The lack of outward communication can lead, listen to this, to misunderstanding, anger, buildup, or resentment. I want to stop right there. When it comes to impact and how this impacts your leadership, as a passive communicator, whether that's you, your boss, or your colleague, um, oftentimes you'll find that it's very difficult to get things done through passive communicators. And the reason why is because you never know what they're truly thinking. 
I want to caution you, if you're a leader that leans into passive communication and this is your style, I want to challenge you right now because your style can actually be sabotaging you. And the reason why, if you're not careful, there are some people that need to hear directly from you. They don't need you to communicate through someone else. The balance, however, of that is there are some people who cannot handle direct communication. And this is where this style would actually benefit you because now you can set up an environment in such a way, right, that allows people to get the messaging, but it doesn't have to directly come from you, which quite frankly, doesn't, you're good with that because that's not your style anyway. So we're not talking about these things being necessarily right or wrong. What we are talking about is how do they impact your leadership? If you are an organization, particularly a startup, Passive communication isn't going to serve you well. I can promise you that. And the reason why is because there are too many moving parts and things that need to be done quick, fast, and in a hurry. And if you're a leader or you are subjected to leadership that is passive in its communication style, you'll often find yourself uh, misunderstanding what really is the point. Like, where are we going and what's happening because the person is purely a passive communicator. Number two. We talked about this particular style of communication is aggressive. It's often apparent when someone communicates um, is in an aggressive manner, you hear it, you'll see it, and, and, and you may even feel it. The, 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 the thing about aggressive communication and how it impacts your leadership, guys, is that the team can often be intimidated by the aggressive communicator. The communication style here um, uh, often will solicit unwarranted confrontation, so I want you to be careful. See, there are a lot of times when your aggressive style will solicit a fight when that's not your intention. You really don't mince words. You're really a direct person. You probably are an introvert. I mean, I'm sorry, an extrovert, type A personality, if you will. And oftentimes your communication style is reflective of your behavioral temperament. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, but what I am saying is that you better be really careful on how you allow it to come out. Because if you're dealing with a bunch of introverts, in my case, I'm a high D, high I on the DISC assessment, and I have a temperament that's really aggressive. It is very direct, right? Even when I'm having fun, I generally am going to err on the side of too much information. That makes people feel uncomfortable. So I have to be really careful, even in my transparent moments, all in the name of, quote, transparency, that I don't intimidate or cause people to recoil. And the reason why is because they can't handle that level of aggression. I want you guys to understand that you know these people because obviously they're loud. <laughs> they tend to be uh, people that walk in a room with their mouth first. They're high passion people. There are people that feel the energy in rooms and generally move off of that. And so when you're dealing with an aggressive leader um, or an aggressive, uh, a leader with an aggressive communication style, I want you to understand that you uh, oftentimes will misunderstand their point. You'll call them angry when they're really passionate. 
or you'll call them passionate when they're really angry. It's incumbent upon you to figure that out and figure out what you're dealing with because if that's something that really, really irritates you or rubs you the wrong way, it may not be a great fit for you to be a part of that team. Number three, and again, if you're just tuning into the podcast, welcome to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. We're talking about the four types of communication styles and how they impact your leadership. Number three is simply passive-aggressive. I bet you didn't know we we're going there. <laughs> passive aggressive communication style users appear passive on the surface, but with he, within, he or she may be uh, feeling powerless or stuck, building up a resentment that leads to seething or acting out in subtle, indirect, or secret ways. Let me tell you something right now. It is dangerous leading passive aggressively. And the reason why is because oftentimes what happens is you are holding at bay something that you really feel. And here's what I'm going to suggest to you as a leader. What's dangerous about that is, is that people never know where they stand. And that's a problem. That is a problem when you're leading a group of people, when you're leading a group of people that don't know where they stand with you in the organization, in their job. They, they don't, they, they, they never know. And the reason why is because in your passive aggressive way of communicating, you're never alluding, you're always alluding to something, you're never saying it. And the challenge with that is, is that now you're going to have to have a people who are, are incredibly great discerners, or they read between the lines really well, or they pick up on subtleties and they're generally accurate with them. That ain't most people. And as a result of that, what you're going to always find in these kinds of organizations, you'll find a revolving door because most people are not going to stick around for that. So I just want you to be super careful and super understanding that that passive aggressive may be because you need to do work as a leader on how to say what you really feel. Listen to this in real time. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't think about what you say before you say it, but it does mean that you don't drop innuendo. See, one of the things that people learn about me really quickly as a leader, I don't hint. I speak. You never have to worry about where you are with me. I'm going to let you know in a way that you can understand, and quite frankly, it's going to draw you in because I actually want us to grow together. I don't have time for you to, to guess because I'm trying to build something. But when you're a passive aggressive person, oftentimes there's something in you that does not allow you to say what you really mean in real time. And thus people walk away more confused than anything else. Number four, and this is uh, one of the most effective communication style, and that is the communication style of assertive. Thought to be the most effective of communication, the assertive communication style features an open communication link while not being overbearing. Assertive communicators can express their own feelings, desires, ideas, and feelings, which also considers the needs of others. This is the important part. These kinds of communicators actually aim for both sides to win in a situation. If you've ever heard of a win-win or characterizing a negotiation by a win-win, when I was a station manager um, at CBS Radio years ago, I would often have to sit in rooms and negotiate contracts or deals. 
And I never will forget, I had a client of mine that told me, say, hey, man, I know that my contract is up and I know it's time for us to renew and talk about that. Can you come down to my office? And I said, sure. I said, you normally come up to my office. Is there a reason why you can't make it up to my office? And he told me quite bluntly. He said, yeah, because every time I come to your office, I lose. <laughs> now, this, this guy, we, we have a great relationship. And as a client, he was more of a friend. And he said, Glenn, I, I, don't, I, ne I never get the best end of the deal when I come to your office. So I'm, I'm going to try something different. Why don't you come down to my which was about 45 minutes away from where my offices were. And so I made the trip down, and, and he still lost. But, but that's another point. <laughs> that's another point. Back in those days, I was not necessarily interested in a win-win. I was the kind of person that was going to get a deal done no matter what, and I was always going to come out the victor. I've since learned that that is not a good business practice. And the reason why is it does not build the framework for sustainability. When you look at companies that have long-time relationships with clients and, and the customers that they serve, oftentimes it's because the client or the customer feels like they are winning by patroning your services. So whatever brand you happen to be a, a fan of, whether it's Coke or, or Pepsi, whether it's, you know, Starbucks or, or Dunkin' Donuts, whether it is, you know, we could keep going down the list. Oftentimes, for whatever reason, you feel like that there is a win in that for you. Maybe the win is pricing. Maybe the win is quality. Maybe the win is quality service. They get it to you really, really quickly. Maybe it's freshness and it's consistent. Whatever it is, you feel like you're winning. And as a result, what that brand is actually communicating is an assertive type of a communication style. So when Chick-fil-A asserts themselves and they say, here's the value proposition. Real talk, I went to Chick-fil-A uh, yesterday and I got a salad, a soup, and some uh, waffle fries with no salt. Cost me $25. I didn't bat an eye. And you know why? Because I went there, A, knowing what I was going to get, and B, getting out of the pool, I knew I needed a certain kind of energy and fuel in my body in order to be able to keep it going. And so $25 was inconsequential to me because I understood their assertive branding proposition or the way they communicate. I hope this helps you because at the end of the day, here's what I can guarantee you. If you're a leader and you do not understand the type of communication style that you have, you will find yourself rubbing people the wrong way unawares. And I don't think there's anything worse than losing business or losing opportunities and you've no clue as to what happened and how to fix it. At the end of the day, you cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll be bringing back some next, uh, some extraordinary guests, I'm sure of it, uh, getting back to the story behind the brand. Just wanted to take a moment to really check in with my leaders and help them understand and discern how a communication style can greatly uh, impact your leadership positively or negatively. At the end of the day, here's what I know to be true. You can't get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll see you next week.
Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.